Hey there, John from fatsexblog.com. Today to talk to you about how much my top earning articles earn per month from display ads. But before we jump into today's presentation, I want to say that today's episode is sponsored by Ezoic, which is a high-tech platform for bloggers who monetize with display ads. They will, via machine learning and basically hands-free processes, split test your ads all over your site, different locations, sizes, ad networks, etc., in an effort to increase your ad revenue. If you're looking for more ad revenue, check out Ezoic today. So how much can a single article earn? Well, the short answer is clearly it can earn nothing, it can earn a little, it can earn some, it can earn lots. It's all going to depend on a number of factors. It's going to depend on your niche. It's going to depend on the country that uh, your traffic is visiting. It's going to depend on the topic itself. Is there is there a lot of commercial viability behind it or is there none? Uh, it's going to depend on whether you use affiliate links or display ads or you're selling something. So there's a lot of factors that go into how much a particular page can earn. This is nothing new. I'm going to focus today's presentation on display ad revenue from articles because that's typically that's the lion's share of what my niche sites used for for earning revenue. So I'm going to focus it on that. Again, with display ads, the range can be tremendous uh, in terms of how many visitors a page has, the niche, the commercial viability. The same factors go into it. You sh the, the the range is tremendous. Even with my own site, it's it's surprising. And it, it's interesting how click-through rates alone for the ads can vary so much. Some some to, uh, topics or articles get a really high click-through rate from visitors, and others they don't click anything. It like earns literally zero. So it's it's this huge range. Now my niche sites do have two strikes against them when we're talking about total revenue per article. And as you'll see, you'll be surprised actually that my top earning articles don't actually earn all that much. All right, so. The two strikes are one, display ads. It's bottom of the monetization food chain. It, uh, a well-structured affiliate page that targets good buyer intent keywords is going to earn way more than, than display ads would. A page that sells something that converts well, that's going to earn even more, and so on and so forth, up to the food chain you move until you get to Google, which probably makes more money than any other website on a per-page basis. They have one page. Right, so the other strike against me is the, is my content strategy, which is I typically publish content that targets low search keywords. And the reason I do that is I prefer to not spend time or money on building links and outreach promotion and trying to rank for more competitive keywords. I've gone over this a lot. It's written a lot about it, videos about it. But the point is, is I, te I tend to look for keywords where it's fairly easy to rank without having to do anything other than click publish and produce a very good article. And so... The natural extension of that is there is not a lot of search volume behind this because, well, I mean, there's not much money behind it, so the, that's why the competition is lower, right? The, the huge players aren't interested in it. If they're going to invest in content, they're going to focus on content that has much more profit potential. So that's my MO. I'm a lean operation. It's just me and the, some VAs, and I basically use writing agencies for content. So I have no overhead or very little overhead, and I can afford to go for a lot of keywords that other publishers aren't interested in, and it works for me. The other side of the coin, though, is I do have to invest a lot into content because I need to push out a lot of content in order to enjoy a decent amount of traffic. So 
the uh, revenue the last 30 days from display ads uh, via AdThrive, for, this is just niche site one I'm talking about today. I know in my income reports I feature seven different niche sites. I just restricted this to niche site one because I have the most data and it's most traffic. And, it, well, I, I know for a fact that it earns uh, the most, uh, the highest earning articles with of, of all my sites around the site. So that's why I'm restricting it there. Anyways, the last uh, 30 days uh, ad revenue with AdThrive here was $33,655. This entire analysis is not taking into account other revenue streams such as uh, so the video player as well as affiliate uh, promotions and so forth. Now, that's not a huge proportion of the revenue, so this, this paints a, a pretty good picture of what's happening. So the numbers are as follows, all right? And you're going to look at the... You're gonna, look or hear this and you're going to say well that's not that's not very much money i'm kind of surprised i agree with you my articles the best performing articles don't earn a whole lot of money but they are very profitable and they have been earning well for a long long time and the other thing is my revenue distribution across the urls is extensive it's it's basically my point is it's not 10 articles on my site that are generating the lion's share of the revenue. Now, they generate a, a good chunk, but it's not the lion's share. Some sites are like that. Instead, I publish lots of articles, go after lots and lots of keywords, very low search volume. And so my revenue from ads are distributed across hundreds, well, thousands of URLs. Now, a lot of my URLs or pages or articles don't earn anything, might be a cent or something, and then some earn a lot, as you see. So. The top 50 articles ad revenue for the last 30 days was $8,048. So that's 24% of a total ad revenue, which averages out to about 160 bucks per article. Okay, that's 50. Now, how many articles are on the site? There's about 3,800, 3,900 at this point, maybe, maybe a touch more, but it gives you an idea. So 50 articles are generating 24% of total ad revenue. That's actually a pretty hefty chunk. It's a little higher than I thought it would be. And it's maybe higher than a lot of sites, but it's lower than a lot of sites as well. The top 10 articles total ad revenue over the last 30 days was $3,361. That's 10% of total ad revenue. So 10 articles, which is a tiny, tiny fraction of the total content on the site, generated 10% of the revenue. The average revenue for the month from those 10 articles was $336. So look at that. My top 50 articles, the average revenue was 160, and the top 10, the average revenue for a whole month was 336. That's not a lot of money. That means there's a lot of articles earning a lot less, right? There's a lot of articles earning $5, $2, $10, and so forth over the course of the year. That doesn't add up to a whole lot of money, which means given what I spend per article, I lose money on a lot of content, but the hundreds of winners, and there are hundreds of winners because even an article that earns 30 bucks a month is a winner in my view because that's over 300 in revenue per year. It makes it profitable at a book around the six month mark is a big winner. So there's lots of winners, but there's also lots of losers. And I hear from a lot of people, they get really wrapped up about, oh, well, which, which keyword should I go for? And what should I write my article on? And I'm worried that I'm gonna lose, you know, it's not gonna work out, it's not gonna rank, and I wanna put the work or the money into it because it's not gonna rank. Here's the deal. And I think this goes with even uh, the link builders and people that go for, you know, much, much more lucrative uh, topics and keywords. You have to accept the fact that you are going to publish content that will lose you money, that will not make money, will not make the money back that you put into it, whether it's by your time or the 
the cost to hire a writer or promote it and so forth, okay? That, that is inevitable. I doubt there is a high traffic successful website out there that doesn't have articles that have lost them money. This is going to happen, okay? What you want to do is you want to set up a system and, and have a content strategy approach and a monetization uh, approach where the odds are in your favor, where over time you can build upon the traffic and build things up so that it is potentially profitable. But at no stage of this entire process is every article you publish going to be profitable. You just have to accept that. That's the way it is. If you cannot accept that and that, that bothers you, and I can understand how that can bother you, perhaps a, a different type of business would be more up your alley. All right, so let's talk about the highest earning article revenue over the last 30 days, and that's $485, and that made up 1.4% of total ad revenue. 485 for one article per month is great, but again, it's not really that much. Like that is the best article out of 3,800 articles on a on a aged, fairly authoritative domain with a lot of traffic, and it's $485. So that's not that's not much. There are affiliate sites out there with, with pages that'll earn 10, 20, 30 thousand dollars from a single URL. So th this is pretty small potatoes. But it again goes to show that my revenue is distributed across many, many, many articles rather than focused on a few. The ad revenue, and this is to highlight a contrast, the ad revenue for the 50th highest earning article for the last 30 years is $32.45. Right, that's a big decline, right? From article, the, the best earning article down to the 50th best earning article was from $485 to $32. That's, that's a big range, right? And, the, and it skews down like, like from there, but that's per month, so that's still a, a successful article. Now, a lot are going to be, now, I don't have the data on anything past 50, but a lot are going to be in that 30, I think the, the range is obviously going to be quite long with that, and those are still very successful over the course of a year, but it shows you that the the, the revenue is definitely distributed across a lot of articles. Just uh, put this in context, the page view volume range for all of these top 50 articles is anywhere from 3,000 435 to 27,849. So my highest page view article on this site, which gets approximately a million visitors per month, the highest is 27,849. That's not a lot. And of course that makes sense because the highest revenue article isn't that high either. So you could definitely see that my sort of going after low search volume keywords is in play here couple of observations. Uh, I've already mentioned this, that no single article accounts for all that big of a percentage of revenue. My best earning article accounts for only 1.4% of total revenue. Again, that's probably not a very high percentage. So in other words, my crank and bake content strategy, which I've discussed in other videos, ends up with a highly dispersed revenue distribution across my entire site. And actually, I should say sites because it's the same strategy I apply across pretty much all my niche sites. Of course I would do that because it works for me. It just takes time. Now the benefit is, is with this whole distribution, wide distribution of revenue across many articles is that if I stop ranking for any single keyword, it doesn't really impact revenue. Okay, even if, if I lost, if my top ranking or my highest earning article, if that keyword dropped to position 1000 in Google, so basically earn nothing, I would lose $485 a month, all right? There are a lot of sites, if you put all your eggs into, let's say, 10 URLs, and the, the best earning one dropped down, and it's making 
let's say $10,000 a month, that's a big hit. For me, it's not a big hit. I, it's, it's a form of being diversified. Now, that's not to say that I'm not vulnerable because I am, right? I mean, I'm diversified across many URLs in one site, but it is still one site. And the lion's share of my niche site revenue is from one site. And so if the entire site was denigrated in search, revenue distribution is meaningless because basically uh, I'm going to take a hit on the revenue across the entire site. And this can happen. It's, it's the primary risk that I and many other content publishers, I would venture to say all, are vulnerable to. I'm going to wrap this up so with the question of why do I tell you this stuff? Why do I tell you numbers like how much my articles are making and all that? I'll tell you why. Because many FastX readers ask me these questions regularly. Inquiring minds want to know. I, I, people want to know how other people are performing. These, these videos and these podcast topics and blog post topics and emails, etc., etc., are popular for a reason because people are curious. Because they're looking at their own results and they're like, you know, they, they want to know how they compare. Are you on the right track? Does it make sense? Now, you know, I'm sure a lot of you who are listening and watching this presentation are thinking to yourself, well, you know, my highest earning article makes 1000 bucks a month, so that's great. Well, I, you know, that, that is great, and but I'm, I'm okay with, with the numbers I have, and, but maybe there are people who are looking at this and saying, hey, oh, okay, I could see what's possible with the strategy and that's great and I'm going to work toward that so it's I, I think people are just interested and they're curious about it they want to know how other people are doing and compare it themselves and so because because people ask I put it out there otherwise I wouldn't thanks for listening